Welcome to the 10 Minute Gaming Podcast, the podcast where you can get the best short and sweet conversations about video games. I'm your host, Will Dowell, and joining me today is Joshua, writer for 100 Word Gaming Reviews and Nintendo World Report. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. And today we're going to be talking about The Longing. So, I'll admit, I'm not as familiar with this one. Can you kind of give me and the rest of the uh, audience a rundown of what The Longing's about? Yeah, um, The Longing made kind of a splash uh, when it first released for being the game that's going to take 400 real-life days to finish. Um, Because the main... What The Longing is, it is a mix of an idle game, which is a game that you do something and then walk away and a, a timer ticks down in real time. Um, and that's where the 400-day clock comes in. Um, but it's the the trick of The Longing, that's like marketing speak, it's, it's not actually going to take 400 days to complete. It could, but it really won't. Uh, what The Longing is, besides an idle game, is a, a 2D walking sim. Uh, where your two verbs are going to be walk and interact. Um, So you'll walk around this cave system, and then you'll find items that help you move the clock down faster. Um, It still will take a long time. I think I played The Longing for like over three weeks in like a not active uh, way. But uh, that is what The Longing is like most famous for. Alrighty. And then since this is kind of that blend of an idle game... How does the narrative fit with that type of um, that constant repetition? Uh, yeah. Um, so, like, the reason for the timer is um, the opening cutscene for the longing is uh, this giant stone statue in like a big cave system opens its hand and un- reveals a little character. That's the shade. That's the player character. Uh, and the king says to the shade, "I need to rest up for four hundred days." Um, to gather my strength to end all longing. In 400 days, I need you to wake me up so I can end all longing. Um, and then that's that's the whole reason for the game. Um, now, what you do in those 400 days is up to you. Uh, but generally, what I would recommend is walking around the cave system and uh, and exploring and like finding maps. Or like, well, there is a map and like finding objects. Um, this plays out in like a puzzle like not platformer kind of way, but like a puzzle walking sim way. Um, so there'll be different areas of the cave to like explore. There'll be like um, a mushroom farm. There's like some watery mossy areas. Uh, there's like a crystal waterfall that you can find. Um, and all of it's very interesting to find, but most of the clock tick down will be while the, the shade is in his home. And that's how decorating the shades home is how the, the clock didn't, ticks down faster like while you're exploring you'll find several carpets um curtains a horse head uh to decorate his house you can find art supplies or parts for a musical instrument so either making the shade more comfortable or making or giving the shade a new hobby uh is the focus of the game all righty and is this so with how it sounds it sounds is this more on the cutesy end, more of the trying to be like the indie humor type. Um, um it's a kind of yes, but also kind of no. It's like, I guess it like it plays in like the same realm that the movie Matilda is is where it's like it's cutesy kid stuff, but also kind of creepy. Um, okay. 
Yeah, so I think the shade's very cute. Uh, he's like an all-black character with big yellow eyes. Like, I describe him as like a black cat mixed with a gremlin. Um, but I could easily see someone like thinking the shade is kind of scary. Uh, and like the whole world is very dark and dingy, but it's, it's all beautiful. Like it's hand drawn. Um, the studio that made the longing, uh, studio Soufs, I think I'm saying that right. It's S E U F C is a German studio. They also are an animated short film studio. So they have an Ooh. art pedigree. Um, but the shade will like mix cute stuff with like, kind of a little bit disturbing things like I, I was walking around uh the cave system and i was walking through a puddle and he 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 talks a lot uh the shade's very verbose um he said this puddle is not yet deep enough to drown myself in which is oh. it's i know it's kind of funny but also a little dark but and then another time i was walking through a puddle and he like walks into it and he's like splish splash just like mimicking the sound that he's making walking through this puddle. Um, it's very funny, but I think that's also part of the, um, the character arc for the shade. Cause when you're in his home, like at the beginning when it's not as decorated, very nice. Uh, he says like kind of more sad things. Like he's like, Oh, I'm just a lonely shade at the bottom of the world. But then as you add more decorations, he gets to be more and more positive about it. Like he's like, he'll go to like, I'm okay being in my home um, to I'm actually very happy in my home. And like that whole character arts very like, it's rewarding. That seems like a very uh, topical progression. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I know I should have, uh, I should have played this last year and then we should have been on a podcast then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I think it's studio soifs because of uh the EU. I'm not sure, though. Okay, I'm um, not sure either. I took French, so... I took a basics of German. The... Mm. Yeah, it's... It seems like a fitting game. Now, what I'm curious of... You played it for three weeks. Was this something that you ended up wanting to see more of how the shade did? Or is was this something more of the habit, just trying to finish it type of game? Mm. Um... Well, I'm, I'm terrible at finishing games. So I think it was more just like I wanted to the shade to be happy, like playing through it. I had this weird feeling that I was like I was being tricked into really liking the shade because every time I found like a new object for his house, if I, he, he likes to read. Um, so every time I found books, I'm like, oh, sweet, there's a new book for the shade to read. Or if I found a new color for his drawings, I'm like, oh, let's go see like what he wants to draw now. Um and I, that part's like really interesting to me because I don't really have like there's not a lot of the character get to get attached to, but I was surprisingly very attached to this character. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, what has been your favorite experience with the game? Um, so, the longing, the puzzle parts about it play a lot with time, and um, that's just really different for a video game like it it explores like repetitive actions or just like the nature of setting motions uh in onto course in ways that other video games don't play there's like this one area in the longing there's an abandoned mine that to get access to you have to walk back and forth over uh, a support beam to weaken it and then eventually break it and collapse the floor um and like changing an environment through just like a repetitive action. And it's a lot. You have to walk over this a whole bunch. Um, isn't something that a video game really 
has done that I've experienced before. Um, I reviewed this for Nintendo World Report, and I compared that moment to like forest trails. So like the dirt strips of like land in a forest that like grass won't grow because like someone or something has walked that path so much. Um, and it's just like it's this is the effect of someone changing the world through repetition. And that moment is the same thing in the longing. And I've just never experienced something like that before. Yeah, that sounds fascinating. It, it really it uses the interactivity in a way that's not it doesn't you know not the power fantasy, not the tr- a lot of the more traditional ways games use interactivity to tell stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's just a lived in space. Like the the cave system changes because the the shade is in the cave system. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um. Has the um have there were there any lulls while you were like because this seems you know a game about patience it takes time but during there were there um does it try to lead you on uh, on a more kind of path or is it or d- does it do that peaks and valleys type of thing which kind of accentuate new discoveries uh. I think it would be peaks and valleys um, because coming across a new area, occasionally they're just time gated uh, like the crystal waterfalls before um, I had to wait like a month of in-game time before I could access that. Uh, he has to jump off a little cliff and he need he's waiting for moss to grow at the bottom. Um, and the game will tell you is be like, Oh, this needs like three weeks and you can come back here to find it. So you'll be out exploring and you'll find like locks uh, and you'll either need a tool or time. So you'll find a lock and that's kind of exciting, but then you're like, oh, I have to come back here later. So there is a, I can explore more of the cave and then you hit another like wall and then you wait and then you explore more of the cave. So it's a peaks and valleys. Interesting. Now we're just about to wrap up. So what are your three words that you would use to describe the longing? I would describe it as uh, thoughtful about patience. Fantastic. Now, as we wrap up this episode, where can listeners follow you or your work? Um, if they follow my Twitter, that is where I will usually post everything I, I write about. Um, it is at J underscore writes underscore things. And uh, if not posting a tweet about it, I'll either like or retweet all of my stuff. Nice. Now, this has been the 10-Minute Gaming Podcast. If you want more short and sweet content, check out the 100-Word Gaming website or follow us on Twitter at 100 Word Game. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more episodes.